Hi everyone, I am Andrea Donsky, co-founder of Naturally Savvy and now Morphous. I am the other half of Naturally Savvy and Morphous, Randy. Today we are going to be talking about perimenopause and menopause. So we're going to have each one of us introduce ourselves to you because I want you to understand where we're coming from to talk about this important subject. So Marcy, let's start with you. Okay, so I'm Marcy Warhaft. I'm the founder of the Fit versus Fiction Body Image Workshops. I am 49, gonna be 50 in two months, and have yet to experience any of it. So, <laughs> and doesn't want to talk I about it. I don't really it. want to talk about it. <laughs> but I'm here anyway. Bonnie. Hi, I'm Bonnie Wisner, registered holistic nutritionist from Shift Nutrition and Wellness. I am 55 and in menopause, postmenopause, whatever word you want to use, and we're going to talk about that. I'm sure. Yes, we are. Randy. So I'm 48 years old and I am in perimenopause and you'll be hearing about some of the fun symptoms that we experience when we're in perimenopause. That's right. You can hear it all on wearemorphous.com because we have a great video there where we talk about our experiences in perimenopause and menopause. And I am Andrew Donsky. As I mentioned, I am 50 years old and I am in menopause. And the reason we wanted to create Morphous and do this panel is because we have found, Randy and I, in talking to a lot of people over the last year is that some of us love to talk about it while others <clears throat> not so much <laughs> a little bit of that taboo subject so we wanted to bring our girls together because we want to have the conversation we want to be open we want to be honest and we want to hear from you so if there's any point in this video where you have questions or comments please leave them below because we will answer every single one of them all right ready ladies let's, let's do this okay so we're going to start out with this conversation about menopause and perimenopause. And Marcy, tell us, why do you not want to talk about it? <laughs> okay, let me just preface this by saying <laughs> that I think getting older is a privilege and all that stuff. It's not that. It's that I feel that, honestly, I feel as women, we go through a lot. Like from the time we get our periods when we're what, it could be super young, <laughs> young whatever. Yeah. We deal with that every month for a million years, it feels like. I feel that when we go through menopause, menopause should be 24 hours, you should get to you should get to pick it like when you when your computer is gonna recharge or whatever you get yeah. to pick your time slot when it's good for you it's 24 hours it's done and then everything's great your hair is shinier <laughs> and your skin is clear oh, sounds very really nice that, but that's I honestly feel like we deserve that like I do I feel like we deserve that so to me I'm yes. kind of like I'm a little pissed off like I think again it's not I'm not I know it's natural and I know but I'm just saying <laughs> I feel like we deserve to get a little, you did good, good for you. Here's a break. That's right, Marcy, I, I think there's like every woman watching now is saying, <laughs> yeah. damn, yeah. I wish that was right? true. true. So I wish true. it was that be me. 24 hours sounds like a really good thing, by the way. Unfortunately, it's like, oh gosh, 24 years. Yeah, a long time, <laughs> like crazy. Well, thank you for sharing that. Bonnie, let's hear from you. So what is your opinion? Do you, are you open about being in menopause? Do you talk oh, yeah. about it? Yeah, I am for myself. I'm fairly open and still discovering because, you know, it's very individual, I think. But I also work with women every day who are going through different hormonal challenges. I mean, hot flashes are obviously something mm. that many, many people are challenged by. And uh, food and nutrition certainly play a role, right? So Maybe, I actually yeah. think that that's a very important piece of it. But more important than anything uh, for myself, and what I reflect back to people I talk to is the fact that it really is so individual. And I think that's part of the reason why um, there's no community that can give us answers. There's no study, no research, because it is so different and there's so many moving parts. Which is why we created Morphous, exactly. is to have this community. So I am so right. excited that awesome. we're doing this because 
We are creating this community where we have a safe place where we can talk about our symptoms and not feel like we're being judged, not feel yeah. like people are saying things that you know we may necessarily not want to hear or they don't understand where we're coming exactly. from. Exactly. Right. And I feel like yeah. there's no two women that are exactly the yeah. same. Yeah. And sure. hearing other people's experiences makes us feel less alone. Absolutely. Yes, make us feel heard and understood. Yeah. And we we support each other. We yeah. give our, each other tips. We learn things from each other yeah. that you sometimes you just can't learn from like reading an article. Definitely. There's just something huge about women coming together and yeah. supporting each other and helping each other that you yeah. just that I love. And I yeah. think I hope that this is everyone's reality, that people are actually becoming exposed to conversations. That's because right. for such a long time, it actually really felt so hush-hush. Our mothers didn't talk to us about this, and that's not that long ago, right? So this community, as you said, Morpheus and other conversations like this need to happen to make people feel included and not so weird. We laugh in our house because I talk very openly about being in menopause, first of all, because I'm a nutritionist and I talk about lots of things, not only being in menopause, but like we talk about going to the bathroom openly, right? Like these are these conversations that we have. So my kids are used to it, but I've been talking a lot about being in menopause. So now it's like a big joke in our house that my kids are like, oh, right, you're in menopause or I think you're doing this all because of menopause, right? It's like, it's becoming that excuse of like, oh, she's in menopause. So my kids, which but the nice thing is even my son who sometimes is like, no, 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 I don't want to hear about it. He's going to grow up in a household where his mom talked about openly yeah, about being in menopause. That's that's Why true. should we hide it? Yeah. It's a phase of life that by the way, we're going to be in for the next X amount of new years of our Absolutely. lives. Right? Yeah. So Absolutely. it's an interesting topic that I feel that the more we talk about it, the less taboo it becomes. Exactly. And the more that our kids and our family become used to the idea. We don't want to demonize it also. Like I think about yeah. There's two ways of looking like uh, uh, somebody I know their their daughter just got their period and I and I just said to him okay just don't make it a bad thing like she's gonna be right, thinking right. it's about make it like even no matter what you feel and he was like oh she's my baby For, suck that up like take that away <laughs> yeah. but it's like a celebration now it's a new that's phase right. and, and I think that's the same thing we don't want to make this the curse you know it's like mm-hmm. a cur- we have to and I'm saying we I'm telling myself listen to yourself <laughs> um, but it's not to demonize something that is first of all it's it's gonna happen yes, right exactly so to add extra stress I can only imagine I know that stress affects us negatively anyway so add extra stress to it i think whatever you're fearing it's just going to become bigger so to to not demonize it to make it more natural to make it more accepted to make it easier to talk about i think that that's it's only a good thing could only be a good thing and we need that yeah yeah but there are really a lot of women when we started reaching out and building you know talking about this we noticed a lot of women were very much no no okay how old are you well i'm in my 50s and of course the light bulb went off and we're like well, you're probably something. You perimenopause, you're something. But I feel like they just don't feel really comfortable yeah. talking about it. Or maybe some of the symptoms are not typical. Right. Like if you're not having hot flashes, Great point, right? Randy. you know, weight gain or stress, anxiety, some of those symptoms, you might not be thinking, hey, that's menopause. Right. Because maybe there are symptoms you've struggled with earlier right. on in your life and you haven't made that's that true. connection. So, yeah. So some of them are not so definitive. Yeah. Right. And they don't realize. I, I think, though, I think a lot of, I think, could be an age thing, too. Right? It's like that, what do you mean? Well, in that, again, when you when you start your cycle, you're becoming a woman. And then when you stop your cycle. You're becoming a woman. Yeah, it is. It's in menopause. Mm. I think there's an age for sure. I feel it, that there's an age. And I'm great with my age. I have no, I'm proud to say that I'm going to be 50 in two months. I have no issue with being 50 at all. So it's not an age thing, but I think for some reason, maybe because 
it wasn't talked about. Maybe because we didn't see mm-hmm. our youngish moms and aunts and talking about it. Right. That the only time we heard about it, we figured, oh, they had menopause and then they died. But yeah, like, that's a really good point. Well, there's a lot of you know like, psychosocial, um, psych- like emotional things that go along with it as well. I think um, Christian Northrop was mm. had said had talked a whole lot about this because right. it's not just the change of. Um, your physical self, like everything around you is changing, right? If you've raised children, they're oh, leaving right, home. Right. And so there's a lot wrapped right. up in it. Because so it's happening at a time that's a, that. during yeah, yeah. Other, other phases of your life. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was actually saying to Andrea that I feel like some people have a vision of menopause. I said like Golden Girls, Sophia. Yes. 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 Is that, yes. That, yes. Right? Yes. Isn't that our vision? That's right. yeah. But that's not because what we look like. And that's not Absolutely. how we feel. No, no, because it's also not what 50 is, is and, maybe, yeah, yeah, and I think exactly. that's the thing that's you know it's, it's, yeah I think because we're yeah. in our 50s or whatever and we don't you know I'm still 17 anyway, in my head <laughs> well it's in our head exactly um, but th- so that's the thing because 50 is different the whole everything that comes with it has to be looked at differently but you're right I think it's, I think pe- pe- like people are picturing Oh, or, kind of brings up that conversation of 50 is the new 30 or yeah, 40 is the new. And I know that you have a pretty big, um, you know, opinion about it. And I'd love you love to hear your opinion. Well, just, I don't like that whole 50 is the new 30. Bit. I don't want to be 30. 30 wasn't great. I'm so much better now. I'm stronger now emotionally. I think I'm stronger physically in a lot of ways, but I'm more importantly, I'm, I'm happier. I'm, yeah. I'm stronger. I'm more comfortable in my own skin uh, I, I don't want to be th- so. I don't. I think fifties. And you know what? My fifty is different than your fifty, and your fifty, and your fifty, and that's the thing. I don't. Yeah. I, I think what bothers me with that. It was the same thing um, about like when I turned when I was turning forty nine, even, and people are like that whole age is just a number thing. I hate. It's not just a number. It's so much more than a number because yeah. it's a combination of, of. It's a collection of, of experiences mm. and memories, and yeah. you know, if and a privilege. But like it, you said it earlier, is, it is sure a privilege. A privilege but I just to, think yeah. that that. To go back to say it's a new thirty, that I'm losing so much of my experience and my lessons and how I've evolved and how I've changed. So trend. I don't want that. Fifty is fifty is my fifty. It's my, my 50. fifty. And I love that you say that. I remember mm-hmm. before I was turning fifty, and you know, Randy and I would talk about this a lot. Is I had a very hard time when I turned forty-eight, and then leading up to turning fifty, I was having a hard time knowing that it was that number. I was yeah, like, oh my gosh, fifty is old. But you know, then you know, it's not old anymore. And until I heard, I was listening to an Oprah podcast from her, from her amazing, you know, from the OM network. And she was saying how she doesn't understand how women minimize their age, because when you minimize your age, you're minimizing your experiences. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's such an aha moment for me. She's right. Because I'm 50. I've got 50 years of experience. I have 20 years of running a business with Randy. So we can bring you Morpheus because we have gone through, we've experienced, we've won, we've lost, we've succeeded. We've not like we've failed. Right. So all of these experiences make us who we are today. So yes, we are a collection of our experiences that have led us to where we are now. So I agree with you, Marcy. And just to go back one thing, we talk about the physical changes too. Just, I always say that I'm not the same person emotionally and intellectually psychologically that I was when I was 20 or when I was 30. So how can I expect that my body is going to be right. the same Good as it point. was? Yeah, really. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. How, how can everything sure. else yeah. change, but my body's supposed to, and yeah. my body's the thing that gets, you know, it deals with everything. And yeah. so how can I expect that? But we do, we put so much pressure on yeah. it. 
But it's ridiculous yeah. because that's no, what we're supposed you to You raise a really good change. point because we treat our body the same way, even though our body's going through all these physical right. changes. Right. We yes. don't address them. We just keep doing that's the same right. things without really acknowledging right. it. We have the same expectations. Yeah. Right? We, we but don't it's hard to get our head wrapped around that, yes, by the way, nice. about the expectations. Like, even when you came in before, you're like, oh, I love, I said to Marcia, I'm like, I love your jeans. She's like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, they still fit me. And I'm like, but I'm laughing. But it's true because. Yeah. We have this thought of ourselves like we should still fit into our genes that we fit into 20 years ago when we're not. So let yeah. in menopause now, I've been in menopause for a year and I have noticed massive changes in my body. So from the fact that like my, my boobs are bigger and my waist isn't the same and now I might be similar in weight from like, like let alone like leave out the whole like gaining and losing 10 pounds overnight in, in perimenopause like redistribution which is right. <laughs> oh my gosh total <laughs> redistribution shifting. but our bodies do change so i like it's a good point that it's i think that's the hardest thing for me and being a nutritionist bonnie i don't know about you as well knowing that we eat properly knowing how to you know eat and drink and whatever it is and live our lifestyles a certain way having been in the health world for 20 years it is still hard for me to get around the, well, wait a second, why do my jeans not fit me the yeah. same way? Hey, wait, my bra that I just bought six months ago, it yeah. doesn't fit me anymore. Yeah. So I don't know, what do you think about I, that? I, I actually think you hit the nail on the head. I think one of the most confusing things for people is that we're looking for, because it's our, our nature, we're looking for an answer, we're looking for a solution. Right. And um, as I said to you guys off camera earlier, it's like you fix one thing, right? Like, let's say your sleep is an issue, you, you sort of figure out all the things you need to do to get your sleep back in order and then oops something else pops up right and i think that's just a reality and i think that um figuring out all the moving parts can be very confusing for people that's funny that i'm listening and i'm just thinking confusing that, for me you know yeah. how when you're little and you go through all these changes you're so excited it's like i need to do my shoes have to be bigger yeah. and my shirt has to be bigger yeah. and, and you're so excited <laughs> about all the changes right if only yeah. it could be it's excited, so, excited but it's like it should be it should be it should be like oh okay i get to talk i'm gonna try i had to buy a new pair of jeans the other day okay it's a change i'm yeah. gonna try different stuff but we should though i mean of course it's not easy i know but yeah. i just feel like we should celebrate it, you know, that's, or, or that's not, true. like we said also not to, we have to know that our bodies are different. So for example, if you're used to, I used to get up at, the, you know, five o'clock in the morning, go to the gym, da, da, da. if I'm more tired, instead of right. being mad at myself because I can't do as much, it's okay to go, okay, go to sleep earlier or mm -hmm. rest or do eight yeah. things on your list. And being gentle with ourselves. Yeah. And I think that's exactly. the important thing is yeah. just being gentle and it, yeah. forgiving ourselves. Yeah. Forgiveness is a big thing. Self-forgiveness, right? Yes. I mean, the catchphrase nowadays is self-care, right? Yeah. Yes. But in this case, I mean, it really is after for most women at this age, years of looking after everybody but yourself, right? Mm, yes. People don't, women yeah. in particular don't do this very well, yeah, right? Yeah, sure, so at this sure. stage, if we're given an opportunity and because it's important to pay attention to all the signs and figure all these things out, it's like a good time to start really doing Yeah, keep doing that. it. I also think we get into our head and we create so much negativity that we almost blow it out of proportion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we may have one thing that's bad, but we have so many other Absolutely. good things. And we're putting all that focus on that one thing. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that we see is Right, big. and that yes, no one and else probably sees. That's, that's the other thing, right? No one else notices it, but you notice it, and it's all you're yeah. thinking about. Yeah. And it's terrible that we do that to ourselves. Yeah. I do that every day. Like, I can just remember even when my kids were little, and, like, my hair, it's crazy. But I, <laughs> I like, I'll say I would go out and go, my hair didn't work out today. They're, and they always go, it looks the same every day. And I'm like, it totally does it. What are you talking about? What do you mean? And they're like, it looks the same. But 
I see, yeah. and the same thing with our bodies, for right. sure. Yeah. I, yes. I'll see it. Yeah. But I think it's more than just what we us. see in our bodies, though, because a lot of women really, you had alluded to it, are feeling a lack of energy, are feeling right. very different as well, right? Yeah, it's so you got the emotional, the, the mental yeah. emotional component mixed with the physical. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we want to hear from you. Are you. Are you noticing any changes in your bodies as you're in perimenopause and menopause? Are you gaining and losing weight like Randy and I did for so long? You know, what are some symptoms and signs that you are going through? Because we have made a list. We're in the midst, and we I think we have like 61 signs and symptoms of menopause and yeah. perimenopause that we're keep adding to the list. So we want to hear some of the things that you're going through because together we can help everybody else. And that's why we're doing that's why Morphus exists, because we want to help everybody. So and we want to help as many people as we can. Right? So Bonnie, you were talking about nutrition, and I think this is an important thing. Being nutritionists, talk a little bit about the importance of what our diet and lifestyle as we enter perimenopause and menopause. Okay, so I think it depends on the woman because if you're somebody with a history, you're a chron- you fall into that category of chronic dieter, there might be a whole other set of um, issues that you have to deal with, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much, so many other things um, that somebody in that. But for somebody who isn't like that, I think that, like I sort of alluded to earlier, it's it's figuring out that what you've been doing all along, even if it's great, like we were talking about, it might not be what you need right now. It might not work any longer. It might not work any longer. Um, You know, so adjusting sort of what you're eating to accommodate that is usually very helpful. And being a nutritionist and being so careful with what I eat, and I'm definitely much more let's say strict, we'll call it. That's being gentle. That's being like, we're like yeah, under... That's a, probably a little generous. <laughs> yeah, I think generous. so. I'm I think very so. strict <laughs> with how I eat and how I live my life, which is true, which is why. That's all my experience. This is why we can bring... Yeah. yeah, bring it to who I am. I own it. Yeah. And I could still see all the changes that are going on. So yeah. regardless of how you're eating or how strict you're being or you know if, whether you're dieting a certain way, our bodies are going to do what our bodies want to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the truth, right? It's yeah, do so what now we just do. have to become more conscious. I feel like, yeah. and there's a, some little things that I'm becoming more conscious, like hydration is yes. huge. Mm, that's a, that's a really yes. big, yeah. yeah. And, and simple. I was reminded yesterday at that workshop that I went to, hydration, yes. hydration, yes. He was very nice about saying, you will be going to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> I think that's a big one for us. We choose not to drink yeah, yeah, because we don't want to go to the bathroom. We already probably feel like we're going a lot. So now it might be more, but... Yeah. That's normal for yeah. our body to yeah. do that. That's, but that's such a good point because that's like an easy thing, right? Easy. And yeah, it gives right. you energy if right. you're better yeah. hydrated. Exactly. Yeah. What don't you find easy? I don't because I used to overhydrate when I was when I was training and bodybuilding, and so now I'm just like I can't. So you have to go through gallons, and so now I'm just like water's so boring. But I, I <laughs> well, there are things you could do. You don't have, you can drink. Thank you, Bigelow, for our herbal yeah. tea. Yeah. <laughs> herbal tea. <laughs> a lot of tea. A lot of herbal tea. tea. But I have to say, just because you brought it up. This morning, I swear, before I came here, I thought to myself, if somebody came in and looked in my kitchen and then looked in Andrea's kitchen, it would be like night and day. Like complete <laughs> night and day. Like, I mean, and I was thinking about how much I've learned from you and there's things I do much better. But you would, I, yeah. Actually, but though, you, 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 hit the the on, you hit the, net, the nail on the head again because... For most people, it's not about going all the way over here. That's right. right? Yeah, it's that's really true. about taking that's like my two, two or three right. steps <laughs> forward. My job. Right? But, I'm the, but I'm in the yeah. category that you mentioned, though. I'm somebody who battled an eating disorder for most yeah. of my life. Yeah. So I'm with, with me, it's, it's for everything that most people need to, let's say, restrict yeah. or cut out. Yeah. I can't. Right. Mm-hmm. I won't cut out sugar. Yeah. 
I won't cut out. Yeah. There's things I won't because for me, the it, the healthy thing for me is to have things that are considered healthy. Let's say right, right. because for me, yeah. the 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 emotional and psychological health part of it that's bigger than the, the yeah. that'll cause to restrict will cause me more damage. Yeah. Than that's to actually have a good point for people listening or watching yes. also because. It has to be individualized. It has to be individualized. Yeah. yeah. And, and all our, like you said, Marcy, before, it's our bodies are all individualized. We're all custom. Everybody's yeah. different. Not what works for me may not work for you or yeah. for you or for you. Okay. And also, you're not really, you don't have any signs and symptoms yet of menopause right. or perimenopause, which is great too. But for a lot of women, like for myself, I'll give you an example. When I was having severe hot flashes to the point where I literally looked at my husband and I said, if I have to live through this, I don't even think I could. I've like, it was, you on that. It, but it's so bad. If I have to yeah. live the rest of my life getting a hot flash every minute and then lasting 30 seconds, like it wasn't realistic. Like, I was like, I, right. I need to find a solution. Yeah. So for me, cutting out certain triggers really helped spicy foods, caffeine, chocolate, which is part of the caffeine. I mean, these yeah. were all things lowering my sugar. <laughs> And by the way, I still drank, I still drink a lot of caffeine. I love kombucha, but you know what? They triggered my hot flashes. So there are things that I knew how to learn how to be like, okay, I could live with hot, either knowing I'm eating this piece of chocolate, I might get my hot flash exactly. and being okay with that. Yeah. Or thinking if I don't, then I need to kind of really stop eating this. And that's what starts to happen as we get right. into menopause that's is it. trying, it's like becomes decisions almost, if you know, yes. and also learning what's being worth aware. It. What's worth it. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And sometimes I want my chocolate. Yeah. I'll live through that hot flash, but yeah. you know, with the importance, it's true. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. I want that piece of cake sometimes. Although it's, you know, my avocado chocolate pudding cake or something. <laughs> yes, that's my hardcore, you know, cake. But regardless, it's about making choices, but also understanding our bodies. And this is where I think that conversation comes down to is really understanding and being aware yeah. of our bodies, right? And, and the we're the experts in that, yeah, exactly. right? Like, I think part of the dynamic or the paradigm with women who are going through this and the complaints, like you and I have seen a lot of stuff online, like all these groups for women going through menopause and the complaints about the medical system and about, I mean, the reality is that none of that even makes sense because nobody has the pat answer for this except us. We have to be, we know our bodies. We best. have to be very attuned to these things. That's it. More attuned for to anything. these things. Yeah. Yeah. For anything. And grab, and you know, one way, and I think it's, uh, we should give some, some tips. I think that would be a good sure. idea. So for example, on our phone, you've got your notes. You know, if you feel something or let's say you eat something mm. and you get a headache, maybe thinking, okay, what did I eat? Or tracking if, you know, if you do have a lot of symptoms or signs and symptoms, maybe taking, you know, keeping a food diary for a little bit, that could be a good yeah. thing. Or if you have like, let's say an emotional experience, good or bad, maybe that yeah. can contribute to it, contribute to it. So it's just taking note of your reflections, day. reflections yeah. sometimes, yeah. maybe on our mood, maybe you just like blew blew out a blew off like got really upset about something that you don't normally and you have yes. to look back oh and you and you have to ask yourself okay why did i overreact to something that i don't normally overreact to so yeah. it's just reflecting on it and being very mindful yeah. Of, yeah. of those kinds of things that's yeah. a really good point and and a lot of that as randy's saying that it makes me laugh because <laughs> i always tell this story that in my house and since i've been in menopause my moods definitely you know i get more i'm more irritable and i don't have a lot of patience really? and oh beyond patient impatient and my kids and my husband laugh at me they're like why are you always so like you're such a 
you know, blank mood, you know, I'll be nice for the sake of the video. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm not in a bad mood. I wake up really happy. I really genuinely do. I wake up really happy every single morning. But then what happens is everyone around me pisses me off. <laughs> so it's like, that's what started to happen. I'm like, wait, but it's true. I've noticed I'm much more irritable lately. And, and we're in a time now where women are stronger than ever. We're standing up for ourselves more. We're speaking mm, out we more. We're, we're more fearless than ever. We have our voices. We're, we've learned how to stand up. We're not going to sit down. So here we're more, let's say, aggressive or more outspoken. And I don't want it to be where now I'm in my 50s, will be, and I get up and I say, not okay, and I stand up for myself, and the people go, it's menopause. Hmm. I'm not no. hearing a lot of that. I have to be honest. But I'm just, oh, well, you? but I'm just saying you're just I'm not, saying well, I'm, that well, it's, I hear it more from my family, and I don't know if it's necessarily or is it on menopause, yeah. but it's more like no, just, but, you know. But that's the thing. I've right. heard it, though. You get right. upset more right. okay, and yeah. emotional, because it's very easy when, when a woman stands up for herself or right. speaks out for them to well, say she's emotional. I think there's that emotional. fine line, too, right? I mean, part of it is a, a sign and symptom of being in menopause. I know, so that's it what is. So it's like that yeah. fine line so you're just of like, yeah. That, which is a good well, yeah, thing. Well, yeah, because again, right. that's what you hear all yeah. the time. Yeah, she, don't, she has a period, da, da, da. She's, yeah. it's Because it's either we have a period and we're being bitchy, I say it because I talk, uh, or she's PMS and it's a whole PMSing thing. It's like, yeah. I, that always drives me Yeah, we bonkers. did grow up with that, for sure. That they're, they're blaming it on something, yeah. something that's going on in a, you know, instead in of life, maybe energy. just listen to my point. Yeah. And being strong women. Yeah. Yeah. Or being hysterical, that well, that's really it, yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are strong. I we like are. Strong. <laughs> and we're emotional too. That's the thing too. I think, yeah. and I'm not. I know it's all part of it, but I think also, uh, I know a lot of. I do it. A lot of women who, when we get really mad, we can cry, and mm -hmm. it's not a. And it's, but it's, and, and I know a lot of women would be like, I wish that didn't happen. But it's not. It's not a weakness thing. It's just mm -hmm. we feel so strongly. Mm -hmm. So when we get emotional, there's this thing that again, sometimes mm -hmm. emotional is equated with weakness and it's not. I love that you said that because I mm -hmm. I'm very, I'm a very emotional person and sometimes it's true when I get so kind of, you know, whether, whatever, what could be super happy, it could be super angry, whatever. Right, and then I it. start to, I know, and then I can start to cry and then I'm thinking, and then I'm hard on myself going, right. wait, I'm 50 years old. Why am I even okay. crying about this? This is crazy. But I love that you said that because it actually is okay. Yeah, right. of course. It's great. Yeah. It's, I think it's it's as it an other layer to us. It gives us empathy, and mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a huge positive. Mm -hmm. But that's why I don't want it to be made into a negative or seen like as a negative. Ladies, what I'm really hoping from all of this and from Morpheus is that not only is it going to educate clearly women on everything to menopause, but men men, yeah. men yes. need to be educated. They need to understand. Point. Yeah, and that I think is huge, and yeah. not to be afraid. Also, I no. think there's probably men who are afraid of their wife you know i've heard of horror stories men being afraid of their wives who are going through it and i think that could also if you're married and uh, or you're with a partner and you know you're thinking oh no is he going to be upset or am i going to upset him and yeah and if you, so if if they could have some sort of support and to feel not so worried about it then they could be supportive instead yeah. of because again it's like one of one of you said it's like we're so used to taking care of everybody else. I think even in that situation, even in that situation. it'll be like, is he going to yes. be okay? Yeah. Is he yeah. going to be supportive? Is but he be they are excuses. involved. I mean, I speak to a lot of women whose like you know desire, for example, is reduced to the point mm -hmm. where they haven't had you know sex, sex with their yeah. husband yeah. for six months, eight months, whatever, and the conversation's not happening. It's not that necessarily yeah. these guys wouldn't be 
able to work in partnership with their spouses. It's just that they're, so not, communication. they're not even communication having a conversation. It's communication. I think they don't know. They don't know. To be fair, I don't yeah. think they're doing it maliciously. I yeah. just don't think yeah. that they know or understand. Yeah. And even my husband, when I started to talk to him about it, I could see that sort of blank look like, what are you really <laughs> yeah. talking about? Yeah. Like, How does this really affect know? me? How does this right. affect me? It, there isn't. I can see <laughs> he's not doing it to be malicious. He just doesn't really understand yeah. or know. Yeah. And when you're just entering perimenopause, you're you learning yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a combination of both sides. It's an adventure you go on together. <laughs> and that's the key, together. Yeah. Because if you're married or if you have a partner, it's together and explaining to one another and whether it's you know different sex, same sex, it doesn't matter if you're different ages, right? I think that's the important but, thing is that you talk about it. Sorry, yeah. But I was just thinking when you're saying that, so I'm not married, right? And there's a whole other, as somebody who's not married, that's a whole, like, God, I just thought of it now, great. But um, it's like, at least when you're, <laughs> at least when you've been with somebody for 30 years, you're like, this is what I'm going through now. This is what you signed up for. But if I'm going into yeah, it, and you're I'm going to be somebody. You're like, hey, I'm in menopause. It's like, this is who I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, this is who I am today. I can't promise this is going to be exactly yeah. who, I'm, like, who I am tomorrow yes. or the next day. It's like, the good <laughs> news is I don't want to have another child. The yeah. bad news <laughs> is I also don't want to have sex. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's not. This shit's not. That's not. That's not. Absolutely. It was a good point. Yeah, yeah. True. Very yeah. true. All right. I think I want to ask some questions, lady, from our community. So we had yes. some questions. We told people that we were doing this panel. So I want to ask, I'll ask each of you individually what some of the questions are, okay? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I know, this is really fun because this is definitely going to make you think a little bit, okay? And some of these questions are actually really good. Okay, Randy, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Okay. So, and this was to nobody in particular, but I'm just going to ask it to okay. you. So what are some of the ways that you knew that you were in, let's say, menopause or perimenopause? So what, how did you know that you were in perimenopause? Well, okay. So when my periods became irregular, that wasn't a slam dunk. I'm in perimenopause because throughout life, sometimes that yeah. happened. So I really didn't know. At first I was like, okay, whatever. My period's a little off. Okay, great. I think when I, my boobs started like really hurting me, like, mm as if I was pregnant, that was the, the, the question in my head. Okay, wait a second. Am I in menopause or am I pregnant? No, I am not going to lie. It's so, yeah. I did have this conversation with my husband because at one point I'm like, um, honey, it's been a couple months. <laughs> yes. I'm not even might be having it. my boobs are killing me. And he looked at me with like, Oh my God, what are you trying to tell me? You think you're pregnant? I think he was willing to go to the store faster than I was just to like ruin it. It's like, no, 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 no. We don't want this happening. Not this time. Oh my God. So we were at least on the same page in that fact. So thankfully I was not. And I did take two tests. I'm going to actually be very honest too, because I really needed to be hundred percent sure that I was not pregnant. And then that, that was really the alarm bell of like, okay, this is obviously menopause and perimenopause. Very cool. Bonnie, how about you? So for me, I actually always was so regular that 
I literally went from getting my period almost to the minute every month to not getting my period. And so that was, and that just went on for several months. So that was a very clear sign. But then looking back, I realized that in fact, it started a couple of years before that where I actually had very heavy periods for a period of time, like really, really heavy periods. And I think that was sort of more peri, like that was when things started to shift, Mm. but I didn't realize it at the time. I only looked at at looking back, but for me, it was very distinct. It was like, I used to get my period every month Mm. to the minute and then boom, didn't. Very interesting. At 52. 52. For me, it was after I had my little one, I was 41 and then around 45, I started getting that crazy weight gain and it lasted for a very long time for several years and like up down five to 10 pounds at a time, keeping the same diet. Mm -hmm. That's why as Mm -hmm. you know, being a nutritionist, I'm like, well, it's not that I'm eating differently. That's why I was like, okay, it's gotta be hormones. Mm -hmm. And then I, at like 47, when I started all my hot flash and stuff, I knew for sure that this is perimenopause and The interesting thing, though, for me is I didn't know I was in menopause for a long time, and it took me quite a bit of guessing. So I didn't get my period for a whole year, and then I got my period 13 months past it. So I was technically supposed to be in menopause, but then I got my period at 13 months. So confusing. Okay? So confusing, (laughs) right? So then I went another whole year without getting my period. Then, to the day of the year that passed, I again, I got my so-called, I thought I got my period. But... This time it wasn't my period. This time I got, as soon as I was bleeding and I'm like, this seems different. My flow is really light. It doesn't make sense. It's two weeks that I'm still have my flow. Didn't, didn't understand it. I went to my doctor and I said, I think something's going on. And anyways, we did a whole bunch of tests, which we'll save for another, another time. We'll have this discussion, but it ended up that it, I was in menopause. So I, at 48, I went into menopause and then still was in menopause at 49 for that whole year. So at 49 on the nose, I was in menopause but it actually had to do with being having a very dry cervix. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. yes, so, and I didn't realize that, that it actually was from the fact that my cervix was thinning and it was chafing. So very interesting, and I didn't know all this, and that's why I wish I had a community that of women is like literally, to. if there was like a secret box, you know, or whatever, a secret key or whatever, for people going through menopause, and it's like you don't learn about that symptom until you're there. Like right. no one talks about Nobody that. Nobody talks right? about it, and, and that's yeah. why I, that's why we wanted to create Morphus because we want to talk about it. And I and I went through Pap smears, and I went through a, a a biopsy because we didn't understand why my endothelial lining was thickening, which it's not supposed to happen in menopause, ladies. Your lining's supposed to get thinner. All of these things happen that I was like, wait a second, we need to talk about this because. For me, and I was thinking, oh wait, I'm a nutritionist. I know my body really well. I had no idea what was going on. No idea. And even, you know, my doctor really, it was like, oh, at one point I remember she said to me when my lining was getting thicker, she's like, oh, maybe you're coming out of menopause or coming out of perimenopause. And I'm thinking, wait, that doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Like it doesn't make sense that I would be coming out of it. So that's why I literally spend hours upon hours researching and understanding what was going on with me. So it's an interesting, you know, conversation to be mm-hmm. had. And, and you're right, Bonnie. We need to be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. We yeah. want to be able to share our experiences. Yeah. Did something like that happen to you? Please share it. We want to know because the more that we share, the more that other people don't have to kind of do have the that, guesswork. Yeah, yeah, do the guesswork yeah. in it. So now, Marcy, I know that you're not there. You don't have any signs and symptoms yet. Oh, well, as soon as I leave here, you know it's all going to Everyone that you mentioned is in it. As soon as I get out the, okay, yes. Would you say that you see any changes in your body now being, you know, almost fifty? Um, sure, of course. I mean, 
But my, yeah, but I don't want, well, I was going to say, don't, I don't, I'm not strict with my food, although probably more than. Yeah, but there's no judgment still, here, by the way. No, 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 all. I don't mind. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> I judge, I don't care. Yeah, um, but we don't. No, but I'm saying, so, yeah, my food's pretty much the same. I think, I do notice a difference in my body, for sure. And it's funny because I think, as somebody who struggled with that, with body image for years, and, and was in, re- have been in recovery for over 10 years, um, I still, there were still times when I would get used to my body looking a certain way, and if it looked differently, I would and I would talk myself through it, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. feel it. Whereas I found that just this year, I've been much kinder to myself. Maybe it is that I'm turning 50 and I'm like, mm. if not now, like when am I going to, like, there's something yeah. for me, there's, I'm finding something very empowering about the number. So I do see a difference a hundred percent. It's that I'm used to being quite lean and muscular. It's my muscle tone. I think I'm used to being mm. pretty defined mm-hmm. and I'm not as much and my, but I'm also not, I'm not exercise. I'm, I, I'm active every day, but I'm not, I haven't been to a gym in five years. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't do things the same way. My choice is how badly do I want to try and get that body? Mm-hmm. I know I'm, I'm in great shape. I know I'm, I have energy. I know I'm strong. I know my body's been through a lot. So I'm good. So what my choice is, do I want to start getting up extra early and, and, and lose sleep and figure out my days so that I can make sure that I have this kind of workout and, and cut these foods out of my diet so that I can look the way I did. Wow, that's exhausting for what? Exhausting. For what? Yeah. Was I happier right. when I had more muscle tone? Yeah. Was I more successful in my life when I had? No. Yeah. So then why do I need that? So mm-hmm. I would rather let some of that go, be a little softer, be a little rounder, not have as, who cares? And be the person I am now. So I do see the changes, but mm-hmm. I'm, I am being kinder to myself. I think it's so significant what you're bringing up as somebody who's in recovery from um, eating disorder or disordered eating, because a lot of women going through this are now going to struggle again. Right? Absolutely. I mean, it's really, I never really looked at it that way. Because we spend so much time, all we do, it's it's because all the other stuff that's going on in our life is too big for us. So Mm -hmm. we focus on this, and this is what we can control, and this is what, this is it. Yeah. So then our recovery is to not. Our recovery yeah. is to, I'm not going to worry about everything that I'm eating. I'm not going to yeah. worry about how yeah. I'm moving. I'm not counting my steps. I'm not yeah. counting my calories. I'm, I don't, if my pants are too tight, I'll put it on the back. We're not. And so now it's, well, now we got to, okay, how, what are we eating? And, and how is our body? We're going back to it. Yeah. So it's, I have to kind of, my brain is going to have to work around it. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Although yes. I just want to mention, there's a lot of other things that go on. I mean, we all know this, but just for the sake of saying it. There's things that have nothing to do with, um, you know, your body weight or whatever, like things like your sleep gets just, you know, interrupted or you can't manage through the same type of workouts that you've always done because you're Don't lacking in energy, energy, right? There's a lot of other factors for sure, but uh, yeah, we're like, <coughs> though, it, it's in life, like we just, we've, we've been here a long time. <laughs> like we really yeah. have. Yeah. We've been here a long time. So we have to kind of give ourselves a bit of a break, yes, you know, yes, and especially when we're, if you're raising a family, you're just you're, you're going, 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 yeah. and you, it's okay to kind of jump off for a minute and kind of, what can I do now? Yeah. You know, and this is, and I think what I have to remind myself too, when I start going through it, it's temporary. It's temporary, right? It's temporary. Like, men, all the, all the change, like, it, yes. it, it, it's, 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 it's another phase. We go through it's difficult phases. It's a phase. You're talking about the signs and symptoms that we're going yeah. through, whether it's a half life. So, yeah, but, but it, I do want to say temporary could be, you know, a year or two yeah. for some people, it could be 20 years I for other that. people. So, I and I think that's an important thing not to minimize what yeah. they, what the signs and symptoms are. I mean, I know people that have been having hot flashes for 20 years. No, me too. I have and a client who's 72 yeah. who's oh. still having hot flashes. Yeah. But... 
the reality is that maybe that's because what we said earlier, you know, people expect to do the same things, live the way they did as a teenager, for example, and not have their body respond differently. Yeah. Right? And I just don't want same. it to be seen as it's, it's, when you hit it, it's over. That's sort of no, what I, no, 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 you know no, what no. I mean? Yeah. That like, okay, now the fun's over, and now that's, I don't want that. Fun begins. Yes. Well, that's, see, that's what, yeah, let's talk <laughs> about fun that. Begins, you know, that's it. That's, exactly. I, you know, fun begins, and you know, when you're 50 plus, definitely 40 plus, whatever it is, it's owning, our, you know, owning our power. It is owning you know? our power, and it's, and it's actually, we start to realize how important we are, and for a good part of our lives, we've put our family first mm-hmm. and everyone ahead of us. And now we start to realize it's time to put ourselves first. It's yes. time to make some time for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And the interesting thing too, Randy, <clears throat> is that a lot of us, like for example, myself, I had my last one at 41, you know, so women are having children later. So good, for good someone point. like yourself, Randy, who had children earlier, yeah. you know, your oldest is in university, you got yourself a puppy, yeah. you know, which yeah. is great. but for someone like myself, I still have a kid I have some yeah. like my daughter's only nine you know yeah. so yeah. I still have a little one at home so it makes it even harder it and more interesting that you know you have kids going through you know their you know their their hormonal changes yes. you know, through puberty <laughs> wow. I've got me going through my hormonal changes <laughs> and menopause it's a fun household yes. wow. <laughs> yes. you know so anyways it's a it's an interesting thing so regardless is there anything else any of you want to chat about that you know that we haven't touched upon today that you think we should that we can leave our audience with I think we're good. We're good. I mean, I'm just going to, just because it's something that's so important to me, I'm just going to reiterate what was said already. Um, the, for me, the most important things are you're an individual. Mm-hmm. So your body is your own. So don't worry about comparing it in yes. any way, mm-hmm. negatively, positively to, to anybody else's. And also what, what you guys said was, you know, your body. Mm-hmm. I've learned that, you know, your body. If you, if you look for information and yes. you don't get the information that you need, or you don't feel like you're being hurt. Go to another source for that yeah. information. Go to another source for that yeah. support. Do not let yourself get turned away from any situation where you don't feel supported. Find the support because you deserve the support. Hundred yeah, percent. That's a great point. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. And you know, a lot of us look to you know our healthcare professionals. And like Bonnie said before, not everybody has all the answers because unfortunately, women in menopause aren't really at the forefront of a lot of research that's being done. So we are trying to change that too. We are, yes, we are. doing, we are, we are doing some, like we're now involved in some human clinical studies with some products that we are looking to launch. So we are very excited. We want to change the research that's being done for women in this age group. So exactly. listen Amazing. to your bodies. That's such a great point, Marcy. If you feel something's not right, do the research. Come to wearemorphous.com. Ask friends, ask your parents if you can, your mother, your grandmother, yeah, have the aunts, uncles, yeah. and have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah friends, you know, who, whatever it is. But exactly. that's a really good point, Marcy. Anything else, ladies? No, we're good? We're good. Well, thank you all so much for watching. If you got some type of value out of today's conversation, please share this video with anybody that you think that would benefit from hearing the information. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and please hit that notification bell because we will be notified every single time we launch a new Morpheus video. Thanks for watching everyone. We'll see you next time.